Welcome to MC the MC. What's goody? I'm your lovely host, Fondito. I'm Adeli. This is MC the MC. What's up? What's the yeah. topics, man? What you got for us, man? Man, you know, um, there's a lot going on right now. We got, we're here in Nashville, and uh, recently there's been some interesting news about the mayor. You hear about that? Um, no, nah, it's pretty much, she's uh, pretty much, uh, Okay, uh, we're folding information from the actual public. They really, it seemed like it was pretty much the motive. We don't know the motive, but it was to get rid of small business, it seemed like, because the small business were hurt and injured by COVID, which she had to shut it down. Mm. It was only like 24 to 21 cases or whatnot. 20, 20 cases. Wait, 20, that's still low as hell. So it's kind of like he, he did it deliberately to knock out the small business to move the corporate business in and kind of like derail everybody with taxes and stuff like yeah. raising property taxes even Portland Porca had an article a couple months ago up talking about you know how they're raising property taxes and kind of getting rid of the small businesses yeah it was like some email exchange that's uh, from what I read it was some email exchange about him like withholding information and Facts, stuff like yeah. that and that caused a lot of businesses to to be disrupted by that you yeah. know businesses uh Visitors from other cities, you know, everything was impacted by that. And that was just a pretty selfish act, you know, kind of surprising. Yeah, we got a lot of even country stars going at them. Um, I think Lou Bryan, a couple other country stars downtown that owned the actual bars yeah. uh, that was affected as well, you know, because everybody's affected, the bartenders to the waitress, all the way to the homeless people that used to get money from all the tours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody's True. affected. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. So get his ass out of there, whoever yeah. you are. Yeah. Uh, it, it shows. It definitely shows. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like mayor after mayor. It's a like Nashville, you know, step your fucking game up. Yeah, we just, you know what I'm saying? We need a solid mayor to step in. So. Definitely. I mean, I think the city deserves it. The city's like, you know, growing exponentially. Um, and as far as tech companies are moving here, uh, I just, when I did Uber like three or four years ago, I had a Colombian lady I picked up, and she was saying, Colomb even Colombians from that, that, that country are moving here. Just because it has a lot of jobs, it has a lot of tech companies that you know supply. Amazon, of course, is one of the big ones, um, and a lot of hotel jobs and a lot of other jobs because hotels are going up crazy right now. The Virgin Hotel. I actually work at the Grand Hyatt. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the big ass hotels. I saw, I just saw that the other day. It's got like the the blue on it at nighttime, yeah, glowing yeah. real bright. It's like 26 floors. Rooftops amazing. It's five star hotel. Actually, this is the first Hyatt hotel that's five star like on the level of like virgin hotels and all that stuff wow. so this is their first attempt at making something grand for a hotel for Hyatt so it's kind of crazy right now Nashville's growing it's, it's just crazy because growing up here in Nashville our skyline probably consisted of like 10 buildings or something like that <laughs> now it's just, it consists of cranes <laughs> yeah now it's now it's like 10 times that and that was the reason why I moved to New York City back in 2009 because I just wanted that big city experience mm. and all, you know, not knowing that it was uh, a metropolis being born overnight. So right. um, 
the transition to come back was cool though because I came back a couple years later and then it was just growing quickly and it was almost like a, a New York energy or like Atlanta energy something mm, like that yeah. so you know it's and today it's it's unrecognizable to a lot of people I have friends that moved to other cities and they came back and they're like they don't even know how to get around so they just hop in the ride with me and I, I show them around <laughs> I don't this even know is how your to get around my city I mean, growing up, we we didn't we honestly didn't go to some parts of town because there wasn't anything really happening there. But you know, I say over the last ten years, every part of town has has definitely grown. Yeah, like ten years ago, Nashville used to be like downtown used to be a porn shop <laughs> in a country store. It's still there. Bar. It? It's still there. <laughs> <laughs> but I just got back from there. Hustlers, how, how you doing? <laughs> actually, I want to read a couple comments from the actually like, uh, the post. Uh, from Mayor, uh, what, yeah, Mayor John Cooper for Nashville. So he says on it, this is his uh, actual page. He says, since the start of the Nashville COVID-19 response, our office in Nashville Health have remained committed to providing timely, transparent access to vital public health data. Read to learn more and please safe, stay safe. So my friend is over here, Dylan, he's doing the, you know, fuck off <laughs> expression. Uh, so one of the comments is like top of this, like resign. This is the fraud that you per perpetrated on this city, stripping businesses left and right of their God given civil liberties and ensuring the constitution. Uh, so here's another comment by Bo Powell. So you are telling me it is worth crippling our local economy, putting people out of work for 15 cases per hundred thousand people. This must be a joke. Not even hospital uh, hospitalizations, but cases, Cooper, you got to go. So you got a lot of mad people here, upset people, and I see why they have every right to be, you know. It's just fucked up, corrupt government, you know what I'm saying, government and state. So, yeah. yeah. It's it's unfortunate that, um, you know, he made decisions like that and not caring about the general population. If you're a mayor of a city, you got to really think about the people of your city, not just That's your own businesses that you got going on and you know, developing those in the midst of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that was, that might've been his, his big priority in my opinion. I think it's that big city, small town thing. It's like, it's, it's a big, it is a big city in the sense of how much business is getting, but it also is a small ass town. So it's like the politics here is probably really, really small and tight knit. So everybody probably knows everybody. If you think right. about it, I mean, think about it. I know pretty much everybody when I walk down the street. Yeah. I go anywhere. I know fucking people out. I don't even know how I know them some, most of the time. So I only imagine the, in the political realm, yeah. it's probably like super close-knit. Everybody knows everybody. So definitely. Totally. Well, shaking, and, shaking. you know, beyond all that, what we can do uh, for our part is to continue supporting local businesses, mm -hmm. you know, restaurants, markets, everything like that. And as a matter of fact, the other day, uh, we got to go to that little, um, little Iraqi restaurant in off Nolensville yeah, Road. Yeah, yeah, Curtis Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah it's beautiful. called uh, Al Rasul. It's really good, man. Like, if you guys want, like, fresh kebabs with the traditional ingredients and everything, mm. you know, we, we should support the local Kurdish population. They're the largest Kurdish population in the whole United States. Wow. And they happen to be in our city. Wow. I and, know you know, they contribute well. And so we should return that. That's that's one of the restaurants. Have you been to any lately? Um, I actually, uh, got, I actually was at a restaurant, um, the other day, it was, uh, Jamaican restaurant, um, nice. Jamaica Way. Oh, Jamaica yeah, Way, Jamaica man. Way, beautiful place, uh, people there are beautiful. Yes. Um, they own actually three other restaurants too, uh, Rhythm and Spice is one of them. Right. Um, beautiful people, man, beautiful food, culture, amazing, they make you feel like you're at home, like, if you go to a foreign, a foreign household, they actually just 
rolled out the red carpet for you. So if you haven't right. been to a foreign household, you don't know like really Southern hospitality or eating hospitality, period, because they literally, you know, <laughs> put out tea for you, water water feeds you to you full and stuff. True. Uh, and Jamaica Way is the same thing as uh, well as the, the Curtis restaurant. Man, well. J- Jamaica Way, I, at one point I was legitimately addicted. Yeah. No, I'm not even lying. Like <laughs> I was there like maybe four days a week and shit. Like, yeah. Um, I would call in my order, and then they would they would already know what I want. That uh, curry, double yellow rice. Ask for All that right. hot sauce. Get that. Okay. Uh, get the Johnny cake with Bars. it. Man, trust me. That's yeah. Definitely get that. Um, so shout out to them. They've been around Nashville for a long time. Definitely. And I believe they have two locations still, right? Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I think it's three locations now. Mm. They got one at the flea market, and then one on Jeff, like close to Jefferson Street. I think they got another one somewhere around Nashville. I came, yeah. came in. Well, they got Rhythm and Spice, which is, uh, I believe, uh, connected to them, too. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Uh, that's the actual son, her actual sons to run that. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we shot our uh, music video there, Cash Villians. Yeah. So shout out to them for that. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, man, what's been going on in the news for you, man? Like, as far as, like, what you've been doing interpersonally, like, yeah. you know, they, if, through a quarantine to get you through, like, day-to-day? Yeah, what's man. What's motivating you? I mean, uh... You know, thankfully, what we've been doing is beyond the World Hot Project, we've been pushing forward with our Heru Heru, getting content every day, staying busy, brick after brick. You know what I mean? And sometimes we got to go to Columbia to see Conscious Beats. <laughs> uh, so, you know, sometimes we make a little road trip. But on that road trip, we're we're still building. So yeah. every minute is opportunity to 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 utilize uh, properly for your goals and your intentions. You know what I mean? Like, time is not to be wasted. Definitely. We're, we're not guys that sit here and watch Netflix all day long. So if 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 you're that kind of person, yeah. I don't know, we might not be for you. We're, we're constructive out here. You know Definitely. what I mean? And uh, so our next album is coming out in December. Um, right now, we we assembled all of our tracks. We don't have anything recorded, but we're that confident that we're going to produce that uh, project for you, and it's going to be a thorough one, too. Definitely, definitely. Um. So what I do when my, my meditation at, like in the morning, I'll go running first thing in the back of my hill. Mm. So in my backyard, we got a big-ass incline hill. So I'll go running every morning. But what I do is just do this thing called Miracle Morning. So Miracle Morning is where you combine physical activity with mental activity. Mm. But Plato also had a quote, like mixing physical activity with the mental activity also creates the perfect man. Mm. So I go running and use that physical activity to get my mind stimulated. Right. And once I do that, I also put in a visualization of what I want to achieve. So I want to be the best songwriter ever. So as you're running, you're thinking these thoughts? I'm thinking these thoughts. Wow. And then I'm visualizing it as well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So... When you when you got that much adrenaline pumping, you know what I'm saying, your brain is more active and creative, right. especially first thing in the morning. Wow. Um, so I use both of that, both of those. You know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you use equations. It's kind of like some Rocky Balboa shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what this is what UFC fighters probably do, uh, boxers, uh, because you got the physical activity, you know that, mm. but to get the mental, because. Most of life is, you know, psychological. Right. Regardless what you're doing, what activity you're doing. Mm-hmm. So definitely, and it actually works. Like, you know, you you actually achieve more stuff and manifest more stuff creatively, you know. Right. And then you go home after you run back home and actually write down your ideas and put them down. Wow. And then you, like, you know, study your ideas, you know, and then those become bigger projects in the future. 
That's interesting. It seems like uh, it's a way to absorb that information from different vibrations. So when you're running, you're on a vibration. When you're sitting down, yeah. And then you're you're kind of consolidating all that and confirming it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Affirmations. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right on time. Okay. Bet. Yeah. My homie actually Joseph put me onto that. Joseph. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Basile. Yeah. 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 Got to meet him the other night. Got to meet him. Yeah. yeah. Man. He's 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 a great dude. He's is he with the distro? Um, yeah. He, the local yeah, distro. Yeah. He's like a partner. With okay. He's distro. a partner with yeah. them. Yeah. And that's another local establishment. Y'all need yeah. to check out the local distro. The local distro. distro. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, how how did you enjoy the poet? They had an open mic. Uh, what Wednesdays? Oh yeah, yeah. We we actually had a uh, last Thursday, Thursday. We had a little um, every other Thursday or something like that. Open mic night. Seven. Uh, and uh, Superb did a great job hosting it. Definitely. There yeah. Was Shout out to Superb hosting. Yeah. 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 Did an amazing job. So um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. You know, it, it's different from for me. That was my first spoken word event. Um, actually participating. I've I've seen them a few times. Um, but that was really dope and I felt like that was like my vibe. You know what I mean? Like I've I've performed at shows, but it's a whole different world like that. Definitely. And and the way I see my my music is poetic. So like I I felt like I was in the right place for it. So it was it was a lot of fun for me. Definitely. I was glad to actually see your poetic side because I know you literally write poetically right. when you actually write your verses. So it was good. And I know that's your background as well as mine, like writing poetry. So I yeah. started off doing poetry uh, in like fifth grade. No, about sixth grade. Uh, I still remember my teacher, uh, Miss Robershaw. Mm. And she actually encouraged me to write even more poetry. And I started, but I got into poetry literally by reading Tupac's book, po uh, Rose oh, Out of Rose Concrete. They grew from the concrete. Yeah, Rose wow. grew from the concrete. Yeah. And my mom had it. So I used to like, you know, scan that and it's like, you know, and uh, read that and study it. Study too, cause I already studied Tupac before then. My right. mom put me on Tupac from, way from before. From the it. music that you listen to. Exactly. So that just made me go deeper inside who was Tupac, but also uh, be inspired by poetry because I could say different shit and I can get more in depth than I can just write music at the time. So uh, wow. yeah, Miss Robichaud just let me read Raising in the Sun, Langston Hughes poems. Um, yeah, that just inspired my poetic side. So it was good to see, like, you know, that poet and bring it back out, too, as well. That's amazing. Uh, I mean, I can see it from, like, the Heel Hop album and the verses that you delivered from there, just yeah. alone, just a quick example. But you can see the poetic nature of the music. So mm. remove the beat, and that's straight-up poetry. And, yeah, I mean, what better of a teacher do you want than, like, Tupac or Langston Hughes, for fact. example? Yeah, Fax Machine, Rhythm... And poetry equals rap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what that yeah. means? <laughs> yeah. Was that the fax machine fact of the day? Yeah, we had a. Uh, I wish we had a fucking sound effect for yeah. fax machines. Hey, <laughs> right, no, stay sound. Answer, we man. need fax machine noises. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another uh, fun fact: fax machine of the day is uh, flamingos are more pink when they eat more shrimp. Mm. Yeah. I've been reading a lot, so that came from me. <laughs> <laughs> Another fun fact. Um, I've been reading a lot about the hollow earth, man. I don't know if you've been researching about the hollow earth I've heard earth about theory. that. What's that about? The hollow earth theory. Mm -hmm. So it's basically a place called Asgartha, right? Um, and uh, a couple people has actually discovered it, but of course the government read them off. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So we don't, you know, we don't technically know, you know what I'm saying? So uh, Admiral Byrd was one of the people, he was like a famous, you know, famous 
top shelf, like general. Um, I may be mistaken his position, but he was he had all the badges and all the ranks, and he was like their pretty much trusted, most trusted uh, guy to go, you know, do all these missions and stuff like that. Was so, this recently? Was this? This year is like roughly? this is like ugh, like somebody may fact check me and put it, uh, figure out the year, but this is like the early 1900s. Okay. Yeah, this like I think Eisenhower was president around this time. Um, so yeah, he actually went on the discovery and found. Uh, in the, to the North Pole and the South Pole and discovered this place called Asgartha. So this is supposed to be at the entrance, the North Pole and the South Pole is supposed to be the actual entrance to the Hollow Earth. Oh, wow. Yeah, because can you go to the uh, North Pole right now? No. Can you go to the South Pole right now? Only Santa Claus, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's real talk, right? Only Santa Claus. So basically, if you go on Google Maps right now, they got to cover it up. Mm. But you can just tell it's like, it is graphics oh, on wow. top of top of the Google Maps. So I'm getting a little conspiracy theories. That's, but that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would they block you off and restrict North Pole and the South Pole? Hmm. And they said planes can't fly there because it, the magnet the magnet pull or it's whatever. It's almost like the Bermuda Triangle or something, right? Basically, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, but so this Earth is supposed to have, like, all kinds of resources, like gold, um, supposed to have, like, flush gardens, supposed to be the originator of the Garden of Eden. Mm. Uh, UFOs is supposed to come from here. Wow. Uh, lost civilizations, the Vikings that migrated, was supposed to migrate to there. Wow. Even the Nazis, they say, is supposed to, the Germans and stuff are supposed to go there. Wow. So it's kind of like a wild theory, but it's like, it kind of explains a lot of weather too, because a lot of scientists came out, like Symes is a famous uh, philosopher and scientist. Uh -huh. He came out with a bunch of information about it too. Wow. So yeah, I've been researching a lot about that. You know, it's been interesting, man, because it kind of like it solved a lot of anomalies in my brain mm. about a bunch of stuff that's happening in the world from history. You know. Well, I, I, beyond that, I've always just been generally curious about Antarctica. I'm sure a lot of people have. You know, mm. that's that continent, this mysterious continent that's just full of ice. But is there anything else that goes on there, mm. or is it just left? You know. Kinda yeah, we don't know much about Antarctica. If you go to history books in class, they don't teach you about a lot of things, about a lot of places, as far as like the the instrument in, uh, history that made it what it is today. Right. It is kind of like that. It's like brushed off or like yeah. you know. I don't worry about Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing going on there, y'all. It's just a cold place. Um, we should perform there though. That'd be dope. Hell yeah. Can we find a way to. Heru Heru Antarctica, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Go scuba diving with the fishes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> with the seals and shit. Are you struggling with oral Ready? composition? La, 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 la. Well, we've got mixers for that. Um, well, have you ever any news like who uh a dope artist in Nashville that you fuck with right now that just dropped some new release stuff? Um, yeah, I've been listening to some uh, Goldie Mac. Okay, word, know? yeah. Yeah, hopefully we'll have him on the show real soon. Definitely. Um, but he's definitely a dope artist. He's out of Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. Oh, okay. So it's about an hour and something mm -hmm. south of us. Facts. Um, but yeah, really dope artist making waves. Uh, Lil Lion, mm -hmm. uh, superb, yeah, introduced yeah. me to her. Yeah, Lil Lion's dope. Really, really talented artist. Yeah, those are the main ones I've been listening to as of lately. How dope. about you? Uh, I'm listening to a lot of Blazing B3. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's really dope. I know we're supposed to have her on. She re kind of rescheduled. So yeah. uh, B3, if you're listening, we definitely need you on the show. Uh, she's dope. We got a new single out called Big Tipper. Yeah, yeah I heard yeah, that. Yeah. I heard that, It yeah. goes hard. She goes hard. Uh, she's from Nashville, too. Yep, she's yeah. from Nashville. From Joe um, Johnson, North Nashville. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so shout out to the Na Nashville natives repping. Um, what other musicians I've been listening to? 
Um, man, I mean, so many musicians right now yeah, out here. Totally. Uh, you know, in, in some of our previous uh, guests that we've had on the show, I listen to them a lot, too. Yeah, which, I fuck which with is, G. Bezel, Flavors. Yeah, G. Bezel, yeah, man, yeah. for sure. Definitely. G. Bezel. Uh, Superb has shown me a lot of artists from, like, Texas, too, in Dallas, because I didn't know Dallas, was it Texas or Dallas that was founded by Nashville, Tennessee? Uh, Dallas. Dallas. By people from Tennessee, yeah. So I, I didn't know that. But uh, yeah, there's a dope, bunch of dope artists from there, like Lord Byron. He's fucking dope. He got a song called Damn. Damn, damn, damn. But <laughs> it goes hard. I, uh, I have some cousins from Dallas. So I was introduced to their hip-hop scene maybe 20 years ago, and there was an artist named Mr. Pookie that was making a lot of noise <laughs> out Pookie, there. Yeah, yeah, he was dope, man. He was dope. <laughs> yeah, it is classic, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's a it's a very unique like type of beat and everything. So I mean, dope. I props to anyone that can do something original like that and just mm -hmm. stay in their own lane with it and just be bold enough to put it out there. What do you think make artists? Are, what do you think make artists like original? Like I know a lot of artists got this wave where they just copying the next person right. to get on to the next to the next whatever check or whatever yeah. endorsement. And they kind of using that and piggybacking off of that. Mm -hmm. and, and I know they say, they say the where the best artists steal or whatever, and uh, some good artists borrow. Right. Yeah. So what do you think about the originality? Like, what makes an artist original? I, I would say being bold enough to uh, to believe in your own music. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You believe in your own music, then you don't have to jump on any bandwagon and stuff like yes. that. And you're you're naturally gonna have um, whoever you listen to come out of your music. That's just that's part of it. It's like a science of this stuff. Facts, yeah. If you grew up listening to Nas, you're gonna have you know his his tone in your in your raps and stuff here mm -hmm. and there. So um, I I just think like uh, you know having the ability to to do that is admirable, especially mm -hmm. when so many artists kind of just do the same thing. Exactly. You know? That's why I never try to listen to other artists. Mm. I mean, if I do, it's from a producer state of mind. It's okay. like, how did, why does that sound like that? Why is that beat like that? Why they ride that beat like that? Why they choose to ride that bass line instead of the snare or the drum line? Do you, do you try to hear their influences when you listen yeah, to all it? Yeah, well, I just do that naturally because I, I study so many artists from the past and I grew up on so many artists. Like I'm from a wide range of artists uh, background, so I, I've been influenced by every, anybody from The Temptations all the way back from Muddy Waters to Little Walter. Like, wow. all the way back from, like, when the fucking music was just, be, you know, conceptualized as far as the music industry. Because music industry came really from slavery. <laughs> you know right, what I'm right. saying? In Based off Including of country you know, music, right? Yeah, I mean, country music came from blues. And blues came from Negro spirituals that was sung in slavery to give other slaves messages and, you know, other speak basically different oh. languages so the slave master couldn't hear them. C communication tool. Communication tool. So a lot of people don't know that, but that's, I mean, you go look at research and, and see that. But um, yeah, so I've been, I've been raised with a lot of, I've been blessed to raise with a lot of wide range of music, musicality. So, right. um, so I try not to listen to other artists as far as rap flows versus listen to uh, what influenced them and how they get to this level of flavor, you know, style or swag or whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. So, well, um, you know, I always go back to kind of like the, the music that we grew up listening to. Mm -hmm. But one thing I, I hope comes back to music is artist originality. Like people in the 90s, there was one uh, video you could see on YouTube. It had like Big Pun. It had uh, a whole table of legends. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and they all had their own style and they were like proud to be who they were mm. and stuff like that. So that, that's what we need. We need like 
um, a new ren- renaissance of hip hop to come out with original flavor. Yeah. We've we've heard everything that's been popping so far, and that includes ourselves. Like mm-hmm. we got to get out of our own little boxes and Facts. start going hard with some more creativity. I think the renaissance is coming because I I feel like if if we can have like all these genres combined and mix with each other, and, and you can have an artist like. Drake borrow from everybody and kind of create a flow out of it and create a whole catalog of music out of or anybody from like Chance the Rapper to bring, you know, gospel back into the fold right. after Jesus walks, you know, and kind of have all these revolutions happen in different genres at one time. Yeah. I think the renaissance is already here. I think right now the earth is cleansing itself from all this crazy shit that's going on. And it's kind of like the people who are already on that vibration as far as artists, they feel that because they empaths. Mm. So they raising with their with the vibration of the earth as well. And Absolutely. they putting out the music that's supposed to be put out for people who are going through the shit. Right. Like Smoke and Mirrors is gone now. Like all the artists, it was like flashy and using hype and clout, you know, to boost their career are kind of like fading out. And like the real artists and genuine artists are coming out right. and to, to the top, you know. So yeah. I feel like. They're, they're, we're standing the test of time. Facts, yeah. So what what do you think about uh, Kanye's recent uh, tweets and mm-hmm. uh, you know activity as of lately? I love him, man. I mean, I know he's a Gemini. I know he can he's sporadic with the thoughts and he's gonna speak his mind and give you the raw truth. But I think it's some beauty in it too because I think the industry does need to be exposed. That's why I'm independent, to be honest, because I know I have plenty of friends that's in the music industry as we speak, and they're not too happy you know, with their artistry because the industry has to have a big effect on them right now as far as mentally um, putting out music, uh, owning their own name. So I kind of like, you know, kind of step back from that music industry shit. But I love the way he's like exposing the industry and and becoming so vulnerable where other artists can actually do the same thing, expose Mm -hmm. their contracts Suppose what they're going through. Right. And it kind of is empathetic, you know what I'm saying? Because not everybody's going to do that. Right. Not everybody's going to be a Kanye. I really think Kanye is like the, the you know, the ascension of where Tupac left off. Mm. Because think about yeah. Tupac would do some shit like that yeah. if he had Twitter. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just being the outspoken voice of today, you know, he's yeah. like, some, no one else is going to do it. I'm going to step up to the plate. Facts. Yeah. 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 What you what you think? What you What's your thoughts on it? Like, um... That, no, I mean, I, I definitely think that it's good that he's he's bringing that to light. You know what I mean? Putting some attention on that. Things do need to change with the the music industry. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can go on YouTube and see a lot of artists. They'll tell you directly what what their experiences have been. Um, my my question though is, can Kanye be totally independent at this point? Well, he signed a t- ten contracts, like ten actual contracts with different record labels. And, and for like years to come? Or well, he's like, actually he's signed for life to, uh, I think it was the Def Jam? VMI. So EMI has a pretty much a, a, a stranglehold on on his whole career. Mm. So he has to make music forever until he can get out of it, like through some kind of clause, a loophole, or his lawyers, you know, they're trying to yeah. figure it out right now. So he's suing. A bunch, but I'm sure he probably breached a lot of shit too mm. because he does, he, he does a lot of things that, I can't see how you signed a ten, well, ten contracts and held down a ten contracts, still get away with doing all of his shit he does. Yeah. But he has, a, he got balls, so I, I salute him. Uh, you know, of course, I hope he has t- people around him that can keep him grounded as well, and kind of like you know, let him know what's up and not be yes man. Yeah, you know. 
I think it's uh, the challenge for Kanye too is that he's a Gemini, so <laughs> people like don't know what personality's coming out or is you know is he okay like mentally at the time and everything like that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a constant battle that he's got to face with that. Yeah, definitely. But I, I mean, I salute him. I forget. Um, I um, I forgive shit, all the shit that you know what I'm saying, all the rants and shit like that, because at the end of the day, he is dealing with mental health. You know, he let us know. But it's up to people that say, okay, society to say, okay, this guy is what we need, you know, to fuel something. Like, he fuel fashion. Now he's in the political game. So we need revolutionaries like that, like Walt Disney, um, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos. All these guys dunk outside of the box mm -hmm. to get what they wanted. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like he's thinking outside of the box enough to fuel the next person, inspire the next person to, to do something better. Right. You know, he's not the end-all, be-all. People got to realize that Tupac wasn't the end-all, be-all. Right. We're going to have people and revolutionary people that's going to come cha change the mode. Mm -hmm. We need that. We can't be complacent all the time. So but, uh, I, I would say a lot of his success is attributed to his state of mind, you know, his mm -hmm. drive and stuff like that. Like, yeah. You know, just the power of the mind allowed him to get to where he got from music to the fashion to every to every other move that he's made. And I think that's what we should take away from it. Like, wh what did Kanye do to get to where he's at? It's not just he's a talented individual. Right. It's like, what what was he reading? What was he studying? Drive. What did he see himself as? You know, and we should all look at mm. look at that and and learn from it. I think he probably seen himself as this. I mean, he got he's just such a visionary. I think. Probably 20 years ago, he was seeing himself in this position. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yep. You know, as far as like the you know the accolades he he's accomplished. Um, you know, I always fucking looked up to Kanye as far as production, uh, thinking outside of the box, not following the fucking rules of what the industry holds you to. Yeah. Um, and I think everybody think about Yeezus was put out how long ago? All right, now so look at the rap game now. Okay, how many Yeezus influences have you heard far from that album, if you mm -hmm. actually listen to the album? I hear a fucking lot. Yeah. Tame Impala, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he took some of that, you know, and, and kind of fueled away. He's got going he, he on He launched well. the 808, too. Travis Scott, Astro World. That's the derivative of Yeezus. Right. Exactly, but still derivative influence. It's influence and inspiration. So it's kind of like everybody borrowed from that type of that tape. Yeah. Definitely. I see a lot of uh, shirts that, or something that says, like, I miss the old Kanye. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like, we're all ever-changing. So mm. embrace who he is, his his goods, his bads, and, you know, keep supporting him. Learn from him. Yeah. Definitely. Fans that love the original, that's not as good. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the OG. Yeah, just, just so they can say it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, there would not be a new Kanye if old Kanye stayed old Kanye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. India. Yeah. those artists from that time it facts exactly like he changes every album I think it's very important to reinvent yourself that's how you stay relevant Snoop Dogg did it a hundred times Snoop Dogg went to Stoop Line Gospel Line oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gospel Dog. <laughs> you know you know and now he's like he's everywhere you can't he's with Martha Stewart Martha now Martha Stewart yeah he like, reinvented himself yeah. you know she got out of jail she's like I need a gangster on my side Snoop Dogg was like I got you baby <laughs> now they cooking weed together weed muffins and shit together you know what I'm saying it's beautiful America's a beautiful place to be sometimes you just gotta realize the beauty in it you know and in, in the lines of it So I, I feel like uh, I think of that one quote by Bruce Lee says be water my friend so when he says that, he means, like, be, like, formless, be shapeless, get through whatever mm -hmm. you have to get to. And I feel like Snoop, like, bodied that in his whole career, you know? So he he knew where to go. He knew when to sign with no limit and yeah. make his own individual moves. And he had angels, man, because he was on trial for murder. Mm. 
And, oh yeah, murder was the case. Murder I was the that. case. Like yeah. he was supposed to be in jail, and Suge Knight kind of just like was his angel. At, Regardless what you say about Suge, Suge saved that man's Shug, life. He Shug saved Knight everybody was on angel death row. Is what he said. <laughs> hey, Suge Knight saved everybody on death row. He, yeah. Hey, he took Tupac out of jail. Now you want to have all eyes on on me mm-hmm. without Suge Knight. No, Straight up, crazy, he, put, yeah. he put Dr. Dre and Tupac and Snoop Dogg in the same room in yeah. Dog Pound. Come on, that's genius. Yeah, he, like you he can't was have right that. there. Yeah, you know. Regardless, what we say about Death Row, it still like bought you a dope, a dope, beautiful music. Still bought you yeah. like. Two like like two three four five six seven eight icons you know you get from Death Row probably way more than that it birthed like different music West Coast music we got uh you know a guest on the show Mr Fly yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah I, I'm saying sure yeah. he actually saved even Dr Dre Dr Dre was on trial for domestic violence against his you know his wife at the time so or mm-hmm. girlfriend at the time he he paid for the lawyers to get him off you know right. so you know. But yeah, I mean, you're you're right. Like all you hear when you hear Shook Knight, it's always like they they have some negative thing to say. But let's think about what he has contributed to hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and just that alone is commendable. And the vision to bring that into fruition. Thanks. So let's give him his props. Definitely. So yeah, uh, celebrate hip hop. So you got any new music coming out? You've been working on anything individually or? No, no, no. It's been uh, quarantine. <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> no, I actually been working on a lot of music, man. I, uh, actually, I worked on this track last night. Uh, Superb had sent me a beat called Galactic Stripper. And I was like, you know what? That's an interesting topic. <laughs> I'm going to make a song about Galactic Strippers. So I got in my Kid Cudi mode, Man on the Moon, you know what I'm saying? And wow. recorded the Galactic Strippers. I hope it's a, you know, a strip club anthem, you know? I really hope it goes far, man. Yeah, it sounds dope. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Superb. Uh, he's he's definitely an up and coming uh, producer, and he wears a lot of hats. So um, you'll you'll see more of Superb real soon. Definitely. Um, fancy hats. Yeah. Fancy hats. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. You'll see him. Literally, you'll see him. <laughs> <laughs> Got the sunflower hat. Oh yeah, shout out to. Uh, What's that place we went to? Uh, the Plaza, Mariachi oh, Plaza. Plaza Mariachi, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of dope shit in there. Dope radio station as well. What was the radio name? Of, what was the radio station name? What's the name of it? One hundred point five. Active one hundred five point one FM. Active one hundred five point one FM. Yeah. So what? What I really like about that building is it's like a, a cultural hub for the Latin community here in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, they did they did a great job with the architecture of the building. Mm-hmm. You know, the it's almost like a little mall when you go in there, and they keep the entertainment top notch. Yeah. So you might go into the food court and see somebody walking around on stilts or <laughs> something like that, or yeah, spinning around doing shit. some acrobats stuff. So yeah, there was a retro arcade. arcade we happened to walk in, walk into, and saw games that we grew up on Ninja yeah. Turtles and all that stuff. <laughs> Everything was free. And that for that just for that one day that, that we happened day. to walk in. Yeah. That was crazy. It's yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I love the culture, even. Uh, um, Murfreesboro Pike That whole street Is like full of culture Oh yeah yeah There's some Ethiopian restaurants mm-hmm. uh, Amy's I don't know if you've been to that one Yep Amy's Yep um, There's a couple other ones That go on down the street A lot of dope taco trucks too Yeah a lot of dope taco trucks Authentic street tacos uh, A lot of Egyptian uh, Businesses as well That's another large population Here in Nashville Yeah shout out to The Egyptian community And uh, all the Basically all the communities That come together And they They, they Put a put their seed down, and next thing you know, five years from now, it's like a whole metropolis of this them with the whole block. You know, you can just yeah. walk in as like little Kurdistan. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I feel like as long as you're contributing to the United States in a good way, like that respect should be reciprocated. Mm. So 
whatever minority you are, like as long as you're here and you're American, I think that's important, you know. Fact. But just do good work. Be good here. On that note. Everybody. Alright guys, thank you so much for watching. If you like the episode, leave us a thumbs up and comment below if you have any ideas on what we can do next time. Please subscribe and hit the notification. MC the MC give you motivation. Heru, heru.